four, three, two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the We Hate Sports Podcast, episode 159. Um, we are post NBA All Star break. Um, so we'll be diving into how we all thought about All Star Weekend this uh, past weekend in Indiana. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty to go over. I'm sure uh, we'll be diving a little bit deeper into that. Uh, we, of course, have to talk about uh, the uh, potential free agency signings in the NFL as well. Uh, time period for to discuss the uh, cap uh, that we were talking about, uh, the cap room. Uh, that was that deadline will say. So we might start to see some teams make some moves around the league. Uh, people that we expected to see, people that we want to see. We'll be diving a little bit deeper into that. Um, we have to talk about the Brooklyn Nets because they fired Jacques Vaughn earlier today and have already promoted Kevin Ali as the interim head coach. We've done a little bit more deeper into that. And, of course, who sold our parlay. Um, it's going to be a, a bit more laid-back episode this week. Uh, my name is PC. You know, we uh, are down a few people this week. Gianni, he's currently vacationing, avoiding paying for his, uh, for his child supports. Um, I don't know where he said he was off to, but he'll be back in uh, another couple of weeks. We hope you enjoy your vacation, Gianni. Uh, Mook is recovering, of course, from uh, this past weekend. Um, you know, he is a busy man. Mook is a busy man. Um, so we'll be having him back on the episode next week. But for now, we still have the usual crew, just minus two people, TK. Uh, we also have Jello, Solu, and Bam on the EP this week. Guys, if you aren't following us on our socials, you know what to do already. Follow our W. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. I can't even speak. Follow our X slash Twitter and Instagram at WHS underscore podcast and our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. We posted this week on our YouTube channel. We talked about ring culture and why rings may potentially not matter as much as people say that they are in that new video in one of our unedited rambles. Um, so if you're into that, make sure you go and drop a like, leave a comment down below. Um, and for our TikTok, you know, y'all been showing love, especially this past week. Y'all showed so much love um, all across all of our socials, really. Um, so we all thank you for that. Um, and yeah, without further ado, let's dive into the episode for this week. 159. Lock in, everybody. Let's talk about NBA All-Star Weekend, first and foremost. It was in Indiana this week, um, home of the Pacers. And um, you know what? I think the biggest... I won't even say the biggest. I'd, I'd say probably the most exciting thing that I could take away from this All-Star Weekend were two things. It was the Celebrity Game, which is probably the most stacked Celebrity Game that I've seen ever. And then you had Sabrina versus Steph, which was actually really exciting, um, at least to me. Anyway, I don't know about anybody else feels. Um, but I think we can all agree All-Star Weekend, it, it, it needs a revamp, bro. I, I got my thoughts on it, but TK, I, uh, let's start with you this week. I mean, just overall, what did you think of this past weekend? <clears throat> I'm glad you brought up the the pre-festivities for the All-Star game because the All-Star game, the actual game game, um, I'm assuming we'll jump into that part a little, a little bit later. That, that part was just absolutely terrible. I think this was the worst All-Star game I've ever seen um, in my entire life, ladies and gentlemen. But as far as the, like I said, the pre-festivities, um, bro, they were great. The three-point shootout was great. Um, and let me say this, bro. PC, can you come back to the camera? What's her name again? I don't want to mispronounce her name. Sabrina Inescu. 
Sabrina Inescu. Phenom. I, bro, I, like, I knew she was a shooter, but nigga, I didn't know she was a shooter, shooter yeah. like that, bro. She's on an absolute she, another level, bro. She wow, made that, was, that full first rack, and I was like, okay, this may be, this oh, may be a saw, challenge. Oh, PC, after I saw the first three shots, because, bro, it's tough. It's, I mean, you're under a lot of pressure, first of all, bro. You're in this competition with the greatest shooter of all time. You got the crowd behind you, and that's already it. An enormous amount of pressure already to everything, and then you're shooting with the greatest of all time. And when, as soon as she knocked the first three shots down, I'm like, oh man, it, it's it's she, she didn't come, she she's not messing around. And like I said, bro, I think she got like 26 points. Um, I think I read something. It, if she would have been in the regular three-point shooting competition against anyone else, and it wasn't Steph Curry, she would have won the entire competition shooting the way that she was shooting. Which is, I, I just wanted to point that out. But I just think that's like stuff like that is great for the WNBA. Um, it's great that the entire that the people nationwide was watching that um seeing that competition. Like I said, it it re, it, it it expands to the to the WNBA and it gets them gets them the exposures that they need. But like I said, the three point contest was great. The slam dunk contest. So, <laughs> like I don't want to say it's the worst dunk contest I've ever seen because like. I don't remember every single last dunk, dunk contest that I've seen. I mean, I know it's been a while since we've seen one of the GOAT, like, dunk kind of contests. It's been a while since we've seen one of those. But as far as the contest over the weekend, it was bad, bro. But I will say this. I think the one good thing is that a big-name star like Jalen Brown um, joining the dunk contest, I think it'll it'll get a lot of other big-name big stars interested in the dunk contest, even if he, even if he just straight-up shit himself out there. Um, bro... What was y'all thoughts when this man literally dunked over Kai? First of all, you dunked over one of the shortest dudes, like, in the industry, first of all. Bro, did y'all see? He was supposed to cover his, uh, close his eyes when he did the dunk. I don't know if y'all saw, like, dude, we can see you on the camera, bro. He didn't close his eyes until after he jumped over Kai, bro. So, I don't know if y'all peeped that, bro, but that shit was so bad. It's like every single dunk he attempted was bad. And then came the second dunk. The dude, I think he was trying to go for a reverse with the left hand, switch it to the right hand, and then dunk. I know, I know y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Just jumped up and didn't even, bro, you didn't even have the ball in the hand you were going to dunk with. Like, so what was your plan when you jumped up? Trying to switch the ball to your right hand and the ball is still in your left hand. Bro, I honestly felt embarrassed for this man. I felt bad for Jalen Brown. But like I said, I think it's very good that one of the big name stars in the NBA today decided to join the NBA dunk contest when it's been years and years and years since we have since we've had a big name star that has joined the contest. But man, like PC, I think honestly the three point contest, I think that's saying the entire weekend, bro. Honestly, I think that's the only thing that I honestly can say that I had. Honestly, was interested in the entire thing, um, the entire um, <clears throat> process of the of the uh, All Star Weekend. But Scotty Barnes, brother, you are allegations, bro. This ma- <laughs> y'all know the allegations. I'm sorry, bro. But y'all know the allegations I'm talking about, brother. You are never beating the allegations. You gotta stop doing the shit you're doing and get it. Do stop doing it on camera. Do it in the presence of your own home. When nobody can see you do the stupid ish that you do, bro. Because, dog, that's all I'm going to say, PC. I don't want to say the R word, but dude is blind. I, I, I don't I know. Get it. There's something wrong with this, man. Like, 
literally something is wrong with this man, bro. But like I said, the three-point contest saved the entire weekend. Uh, the dunk contest sucked. Uh, the skills challenge sucked. Um, and the actual game sucked, PC. So thank you to Sabrina and thank you to Steph for saving the entire weekend because it was just terrible overall. I, you know, I, I really am glad that you brought up Scotty and his, um, <laughs> what's the right word? His, uh, <laughs> His yeah, his, give, personality. Give his, his personality, his personality. There you go. There you go. Um, because every year he's he's paired with Tyrese Maxey, and like <laughs> I just I don't understand. Bam, go ahead. Um, I'm not gonna miss words or excuse my language. The All Star Game is bullshit at this point. I'm sick of it. It's not exciting anymore. Again, like TK said. Sabrina and Steph saved the three-point contest. Well, saved the weekend for the most part. Um, because Mario tell you, any Mario tell you, anybody that watched Sabrina know she 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 can shoot that motherfucker rock. So I was glad to see her go head to head with Steph like that and finally start getting some recognition because she's been shooting lights out since she's been in the she in college. So um I don't have many thoughts on what I watched because it was, it's, it's horrible. I was happy for my man, my man Shay, but even he was on some bullshit. So I was very upset watching it. I think the only solutions to the All-Star Weekend is one, for the dunk contest. Man, I do like the idea of big stars trying to join the dunk contest, but at the same time, they don't give a damn about it. Either they don't give a damn about it or they just not good at it. It's going to be one of the two. They don't give a damn about it. Or you're going to have another Jalen Brown. This man don't need to be in no more dunk contest. Hey, Bam. All right. So let me make a proposition for you. Go ahead. And Curious. anybody can comment on this. What if they were to up the, I don't know, I think they're paying to play. I think for the actual All-Star game, it's like $200,000 that they're paying the players. And the team that wins get to split that, which is absolutely nothing for the players, bro. So what if you make the dunk contest? The winner gets a million dollars. You think you think the stars? I think the superstars would be more interested if they can win an actual. You feel me? Can win an actual check for the dunk contest. Well, you kind of segue into my idea. I don't think for the dunk contest, maybe you could pay pay the winners. Okay, maybe my idea for the dunk contest actually was to get some professional dunkers in the dunk contest. People that that like. Do it for a living, like or Jordan Kilgannon. You get Jordan Kilgannon in a dunk contest, we're gonna see shit we ain't never seen before. Like dunks we have never seen before ever. Like stuff like that, you need to do that. Or get the college guys in there. I don't know if people have ever watched a college dunk contest, but they, they be flying. Like, and I think with with you know that type of platform for them to go and get any type of exposure, whether you getting drafted or not, you getting that type of exposure get brand deals, all type of stuff like that. I think it would majorly like up the stakes. But what your what your pot idea is what I was gonna say for the All-Star game. Cause you see what happened when you got the end season tournament. You think at oh quarter of a million not a lot. Oh, these niggas hooping their ass off in the end season tournament, acting like they not making millions for for half for a quarter of a million, they hooping. So I think you do that for the All Star game. I think it helps more 
maybe some type of incentive because they just not motivated to play anymore. And I hate the injury excuse because you could have got injured in the All-Star game 20 years ago. What's the difference now? Like, there's literally no difference to me. So I think you increase the pot, put some incentive in it, something like that. I think it'll kind of rejuvenate the All-Star game. They're not going to get rid of it because it still does make too much money for the NBA. But if they want to fix it, that's my idea. That's fair. Uh, Tolu? Because I'm sure you, you have plenty to say about that three-point contest. Oh, yes. Um, first off, congratulations, Steph Curry. You once again uh, proved that you are the greatest shooter of all time. And um, you made me a little bit of money this weekend, even though I do not like you. I I really thank you for making me some money next this weekend. So thank you, Steph Curry. To Sabrina Nescu, you are clearly the second greatest shooter of all time uh, in the planet right now, ahead of Clay Thompson. Yes, Clay Thompson is washed. Don't even bring up Clay Thompson right now. Clay Thompson needs to be having his own farewell tour right now because how washed he is. But that's but moving on. All-Star weekend he just was 35 the other night. Dude. I don't care. It was against the Jazz. I don't care. I don't care against the Jazz. He it was against the Jazz. I don't care about that. But All-Star weekend was atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. You go to the All-Star game like when the, when there it's literally just just dunks and layups, bro. Like where, where, where's the effort? Where is the effort? Where's where's the urge to care, man? They play harder during the pickup game in the summer than they do in the All-Star game, bro. They play I mean like where's that? Where's that competitive fire that you guys play in the summer in the All-Star game? It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. When I saw Jokic and Luka literally playing pat playing keep away in the middle of the game yesterday, that made me sick to my stomach. That made me disgusted. I said, what happened to the game that I love? And the one thing that I thought about is a Kobe Bryant quote. These fans want to see the greatest pickup game on planet Earth. These are the greatest basketball players ever put in one stage. We want to see them compete. We don't want to see them just lily gagging and not caring. So I think they need to get rid of the All-Star game because it's not working. Like Adolph Silver last night when he presented the trophy to Damian Lillard, he looked sick. He looked absolutely sick yesterday when he was presenting the trophy to Damian Lillard because he's like, why you guys are clearly ruining my product. You need to need to actually care. Okay. That's number one on all-star game. The dunk contest. Oh my goodness. The fact that a G leaguer is two time, two time dunk contest champion is disgusting, man. There's no way Mac McClung should be a two time slam dunk champion. He does that. And then goes right back to the G league. I feel bad for him, but it should not happen. And Jalen Brown, you see, I never liked you because you are you. First off, you can't dribble with your left hand. Second of all, you choked against the Golden State Warriors. And third of all, you think jumping over a five foot three Kai Sinet sitting down is a good dunk. You make me sick, Jalen Brown. I feel like you might have you might have bigger CTE than Scotty Barnes for thinking that 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 dunk was gonna be that 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 dunk was great, bro. You think. 
that jumping over a five foot three Kaisen net was gonna be was gonna be a jaunt. Everyone's gonna be like, ooh, ah. Oh man. You see, this is why I can't stand Celtics players. They always ruin everything. They really ruin everything. They ruin everything. But All-Star Weekend was trash. All-Star Weekend is atrocious. It's my get it's my up it might be up there with the Pro Bowl, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. The Pro Bowl's ass, but oh man, All-Star Weekend might be up there with the Pro Bowl, bro. I'm not even joking. It's it's bad. It's bad. This is such atrocity. Adolf Silver, fix your product. It's dying right in front of our eyes, man. Fix it. Fix it. Always counsel, man, to give a long, uh, incredible rant about something. Um, I'm not sure where Jill went in his shot, so I guess I I'll go next. Man. You know, I man pop up a little bit like that. I'm not yeah, sure. He done. He done. Went to go and join the conga line. It had to have been. They got. They got. Nah. Nah. Ice got his ass. Ice got him, bro. Not gonna he, do oh it. Oh my goodness, bro. Got him. Bro. Oh no. Ice he heard that knock, bro. Oh. oh. Hey, bro. Hey. Not gonna do it. Hey. Got away. I thought. I thought. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Jello. Before anyway, before they um, knock down your door, bro. <laughs> um, man, all star game, all star weekend, bro. Um, I didn't even watch the game after halftime, bro. You know, y'all know what you know what really set me off. Um, NBA starting trying to get more ratings, bro, for the all star game. Um, first of all, they don't play defense. Second of all, you 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 put Jennifer Hudson for the halftime show. What is that supposed to do for an NBA All-Star game, bro, in 2024, bro? Oh, yeah, I have, I have a whole bunch of things on my mind to, you know, make this little All-Star weekend better. But really, really, I don't even know if my ideas work, really. Um, I was going to make a proposal, yeah, for, you know, more incentive for the players, um, uh, more big-name stars to come, you know, do what they do. But then I saw Jalen Brown, bro. Put on a Michael Jackson glove and do one little left hand dunk and thought that he was doing something. I was like, I don't even know if I want to see that either. Like, damn. Um, you know, this was just bad. It was just bad. It was bad all around. Um, shout out to Steph and Sabrina. They really put on the show. They was really that was really the highlight of the night. The three point contest was elite. That was the best. That was like the best actual contest that they had, man. Carl Anthony Towns was really a shooter. Surprised me. But, you know, other than that, um, Mac McClung, he got snubbed in the very first round. I was like, oh, the dunk contest. After I saw that, um, the Mac McClung, uh, uh, the first dunk, I saw them get a, I saw him get a lower score than Jalen Brown for um, a regular windmill dunk, right? <laughs> um, that pissed me off. So... Nigga, Tolu, can you back up? <laughs> like, damn. I ain't want to say that. Back up. I ain't want to say that. <laughs> All right, go ahead, really Jello, my bad. I was trying to go like this, so I wouldn't have to say nothing, but damn, I can see the white sauce on the side Bro. of the mouth, nigga. 
You close as hell, bro. <laughs> Enjoy bro, it. It's it's it has to be. It that has shit to better be, be good. Oh. You can hold up in the camera and shit. All right, go ahead. Tell them about that. But um, so I had an idea. I think we really need to get rid of the old ass panel that judges the dunk contest. I think it's time to you know revolutionize that a little bit. If we was to find a way to get um dunk contests from like the two thousand, the the winners from like the two thousands or later, or something like that, or if we can get a fan vote of some type. If they can make it more interactive for the fans, that would help. That would help a lot. In my opinion, I don't know if uh, they can get that to work because I don't know how many people participate as far as like fans and stuff go. But I think that would give it a little bit more um, energy because, uh, you know, the players are trying to do it for, you know, the fans trying to see, you know, how to do love pop or whatever. So that would probably work. Um, definitely getting some more money. Um, so, you know, more bigger names um, could definitely uh, join in. We're supposed, to see, we're supposed to see Zion Williamson um, in the dunk contest since uh, he was in the league. I ain't seen not one dunk yet. Like, like that's the, the stars thing. don't want to do it. That's the, that's the problem, yeah. Jello. The stars are literally not interested at all, bro. That's why right. I think, like, what me and Bam was and what me, Bam, you were saying is, if you, bro, I guarantee, if you put a, th- a million dollar check on the line, say go out there and win the dunk contest, and you promote that to the superstars, bro, they gonna be interested, bro. Like a million dollars is still not nothing, but nigga, that's a million dollars they didn't have. You feel me? That you can just blow that while you in Vegas or wherever the All Star Weekend is happening. You can do whatever you want with that money over there. You know, but I think you gotta, you honestly gotta put a check on the the, the dunk contest, bro. That's the only way. Because yeah, at yeah. this point, some superstars and and like I don't know how y'all feel about this, but I was watching First Take this morning, and Stephen A. Smith he blamed LeBron James for being the main culprit and the main reason why superstars don't want to do the dunk contest. And the reason being is, which I kind of honestly it sounds crazy, but if I explain the reason, it kind of made sense. So basically, his reasoning, his reasoning is, if LeBron James says no, superstars, whether superstars, I'm mostly the superstars, they grew up watching two people. It was Kobe and LeBron, which is fucking crazy when you think about it. That's how long LeBron's been in the league. But that's another conversation for another day. But like these players grow up watching two people, LeBron and Kobe. If their favorite player growing up decides that he does not has never, ever, ever competed in a dunk contest, and they grow up watching him, they're going to say, well, damn, if LeBron ain't never do it, what's the point of me doing it? And then there's always the chance you can go out there with these, and, like, I'm glad Jello mentioned it, with the judges. The judges are trash, bro. Like, like Matt McClung, he did get robbed yesterday, bro. But, like, the judges, we need judges. Like, they really got robbed as far as the, um, what Jello was saying. I think what you can do is the idea that you had in mind is they can put, like, for the people that, are, for the fans that are watching the All-Star game, you put a poll on NBA.com. Who mm-hmm. won the dunk contest? Yada, 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 and did have everybody vote. You feel me? After you get a certain amount of votes, then it can be just that way. And I yeah, think, honestly, like the a judging, deadline type thing. Yeah. yeah. And the judging, like, give them, like, five minutes. And I think the judging is so bad now, but that's the point where we got to. We need new judging. Like, the judging is terrible. Like, I think you need to put a million-dollar check on the line. I think more superstars will, be, uh, will start to be more interested. Because, like I said, like, these stars, they, bro, they don't. Want to do the yeah, dunk contest? I want to. I want to yeah. see John Morant in the dunk contest. I want to see man, uh, uh, bro. Like imagine John Morant, Zion. Um, I'm trying to think of the three, four dunkers, the biggest dunkers in the in the in the NBA right now. But yeah, you guys get my point. Like, um, just for the biggest, like, put a million dollar check, maybe two million. Like Adam Silver. One thing about Adam Silver, he's not cheap. He'll spend that money, bro. He'll break that bread. 
So if that's what it takes to get these stars in this in, in this game, um, that's what we got to do. And as far as the All-Star game itself, yeah, bro, I told you, like he said, this man, bro, this man literally said, well, you guys scored the most points. There you go. Like, bro, I've never <laughs> seen something, the All-Star ending of a game so awkward. That's supposed to be the happiest moment where you're given a trophy and an All-Star MVP. This man was embarrassed. And the reason why was, I don't know if y'all remember, he promised us that this would be the best All-Star game we've seen in a while. And now he looks like a fucking dumbass because yeah. the players went out there and shot 168 threes. That's how many threes were shot yesterday. I don't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, no, it was a record, too. 168 threes, bro. Most threes attempted in an all-star game. Like, that was, that was just... It's a joke. It's like, a joke. It, it, the all-star game has turned into who can shoot the most half-time, uh, half-court threes, and you win MVP. Here you go. Like, <laughs> bro, we play harder at the playground than that, bro. We, bro, they play harder. They play harder at Record Park. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, what come on? Doing? Y'all gotta. If y'all, if y'all playing, y'all playing like, like y'all just don't like y'all just here to have. Fun. I get it. It's a fun game, but it's supposed to be competitive. You have the best players from every team at one spot right now, and y'all are playing on teams like, come on now. Y'all don't got no type of drive, no type of competition in y'all body. Y'all just want to shoot all day. Like, come on now. It's supposed to be a game where. You're supposed to see defense. You're supposed to see um, elite ball handling. You're supposed to be seeing assists. You're supposed to be seeing steals. Come on now, like y'all, y'all, y'all are supposed to be doing what got you to the All Star game. Like do that, or don't just stay home. Like come on now, that's my so, take on it. There's a <laughs> there's a lot to say about the game, you know, about the All Star game. If if I have the All Star celebrity game, like on my DVR, and I'm more excited to see Kai Snat do 15 daps and, and, and claps in the middle of the celebrity game. Michael if Parker, I'm more excited to see Good that... Boy. That's it. That's all I got. Go ahead. Like, literally, I was more excited to see that than I was to see the All-Star game. I didn't see the All-Star game. I didn't care for it. All right? And it's clear that I, I miss a whole lot. All right? The game, the final score, if anybody was, you know, like, curious if you were curious about the game final score was 211 to 186 east over the west um uh, there were a couple of tryhards in the game you know i say tryhards joyfully um final St. towns went for 50 points off the bench um shea sga had 31 in that game um for the east game ended up taking home mvp he finished with 39 points Hometown boy Tyrese Halburn finished with 32 points. Jalen Brown had 36 points. And that was it. You know, it wasn't anything spectacular. There wasn't any oh wow play. It wasn't anything worth fighting for. Like, I think I'm going to try my hardest to be advocate for the players right now because over the last few years, especially with the CBA and, you know, we'll bring up load management and everything, like the players. A vast majority of them have a visa. Okay. I think that's where this all has, like, this spite, this, like, tension between CBA and the others started. All right. When the players started abusing their, their freedom and their will. All right. When I saw a tweet earlier that kind of summarized this, like, really nice. Because Adam Silver, like, he wasn't even trying to hide it. He was pissed after that game. He, he was pissed. Um, but you... Force players play 65 games a year. 
65 and up in order to not lose money or to win an award. You added more games to the regular season with the in-season tournament and the play-in tournament. You also significantly add more possessions to the average regular season game for the fan. And it's fine to be fan first, especially if you're a money-making league like the NBA. Like, yeah, you should be fan first. But for the All-Star Weekend, and, you know, this is kind of like where the selfishness from the fans come from. This is a lot of these guys' weeks off. They, like, they don't want to go hard for an All-Star game, you know, especially if they're not playing for something. If they were playing for something, it would mean a whole lot more, but they're not playing for anything. Uh, I don't know if it was, uh, I can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, where it was a target score, and both sides were playing for charities. And literally, like, we got one of the best all-star games that we've gotten in, like, a minute. Um, I, I can't remember. I think the last goal, was it 2020 or was it 2021? It was, it was game, 2020. Um, that, was, that was the first it was 2021. It was the year after Kobe died. Yeah, yeah that's why, it that's was, why it, I remember. It, it was, was right like, after Kobe died or when he died, one of the two. Yeah. And I remember, like, it was it was competitive. Like, they were they were sweating hard. They were playing lockdown defense at the end. And, like, as fans, we loved that. Like, I, I would love to see that again. But these guys, they got to play for something. The NBA, like, they, they're, like, trying to, like, change identities. They're trying to experiment. And, like, that worked. That worked. That was fun for both sides. That worked. And then you decide to not ever do it again. Like, and I think, like, for a league like this, like, you can't do that. Especially if you're trying to generate as much money as you can. Uh, you can't, it's, you can't, like, go out of, just not having a, a donation for each side, you know, so that both both teams have something to play for. Um, you can't have the All Star game in Indiana. I'm sorry. All right, if you if if the All Star weekend needs a reset, which it does, I think we all need to agree that it needs to be in a couple of big, uh, big market states in order for that to happen. So California, Texas, New York, Florida, like it needs to be it needs to be in those vicinities at the moment. And then when it's more established, we can have the All-Star game in Indiana. All right. But outside of basketball, what was there to do in Indiana? Look at cornfields, uh, watch racing. Like, you know, there's no incentive there. There was just no incentive this year for really both sides. Like, it was it was doomed from the start. Um, now, I think... Wait, so, I got a question. So, Indiana isn't like that big... I get it because I see a lot of stuff that happens over there. So this is why I'm asking that. Like you see the Daytona 500, you see uh, the draft is going to be there this year, uh, the NFL draft. Um, so like, wouldn't you consider it a bigger name like market? Well, or? outside outside of outside of I guess I, think, I guess it, I think it kind of is, but but outside of like tourist attractions, like okay, it's just not okay, yet. Okay. You know, now next year it's going to be in San Francisco for the Warriors, which, like, that's going to be better because, you know, that's that's a bigger market city. Like, there's actually stuff to do there, yeah. you know. Like, in terms of, it, it, it's in California, so, like, you're going to bring in more people naturally that way, all right? Man, I'll tell you what like, you do if you want the All-Star game to go up. Move it to spring break and put that bitch in Miami. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you there'll be plenty of stuff. 
There'll be plenty of people that pop up for that. Like, like literally, like there's so many other ways they could go about this, and they just they just haven't, or they like deterred from it. You know, like something that worked years ago, they're not doing now, and that's just for the All Star team. You know, you you gotta throw these guys a bone. Yeah, I I think like genuinely like they should consider like hey the wing conference may get you know home court advantage come finals time i think that's something that they could do instead of it being two three two how about be three two two where the wing team let's say we're the one seeds right now we have the the wolves and the Celtics as one seed right now for example the east one so the celtics would just get the first three games at home you know which would force the Wolves to win a game on the road, vice versa, like something like that would get the would get both sides to like actually like want to play, incentive, a million dollars, even in the All Star game, like it would count. You split it in half, donate the uh the five hundred fifty thousand to the charity if they're choosing, and then the players get to keep the rest. That would work, you know. As far as the dunk contest goes, yes, I agree with everybody here. The judges need to change, first and foremost. All right. Gary Payton, Dominique Wilkins, they're fine. All right. I'm fine with them judging it. But if I have to look up who Mitch Richmond and Darnell Hillman is. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I know you ain't just saying you whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know who Mitch Richmond is? Mitch Richmond? You don't know who Mitch Richmond is? He's a Warriors legend, bro. What do you mean? Original Warriors. You're tripping. Mitch Richmond, man. Yes, he was on the original Warriors, bro. How do you not know who Mitch Richmond is? Who are we talking about? We're original Warriors. Wait, so do you know who Tim Hardaway was? Yes. Yes. I know who Tim Hardaway was. He was on on the team with Tim Hardaway. All right, well, I see... I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's like that's more '90s, uh, late '80s, early '90s. I'm not. I'm not here for the historical facts, especially with a guy like Darnell Hillman. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going back and looking at the history of the Pacers. I get, I get that Hillman. because he was like Darnell Hillman. I get Mitchell Richmond. Mitch Richmond. Come on. Like, but I'm saying, like, for like more casual fans that like may not know basketball history like that, like they're not gonna know who this guy is. You know. Even if he was like a big time dunker, you know. So I, I just, I think like if you bring back cash champions, like, like Jello said, I think it was from 2000 and up, like people will know who they were. Bring back a guy like Andre Iguodala, Jason Richardson, Nate Robinson. People are gonna know who they are. All right, especially our our generation. Um, like it's just, it's so hard to to fight for something, especially on on a week off, like. This this the guys we off. Like I want to clarify that again. Like they don't have to do this. They don't. They're still doing it. I think, like all in all, they just want to have fun. Like and if if shooting 138 threes is is having fun, then I guess so be it. Especially if you're not fighting for something. You know you gotta get these guys a bone. And the league, Adam Silver, you won't be frustrated because they didn't, they didn't sweat their ass off in this game. It's because he didn't give them anything. Right, mule is not gonna walk into water. You know, it's already hard to get them to water, but to make them walk into water, it's gonna it's gonna actually take a lot more than what you're doing. Um, so there there's there's a lot that needs to change. You know, another thing I want to point out, like last week, I think it was I think it was Bam that said last week, 
like there are a good majority of guys that that love the game of basketball like just love playing the game there's also a vast majority of guys that are doing this because they need to feed their families get a big bag look at kyle kuzma like he decided to stay in washington just so you know get a bigger bag you know that that's that's just the reality of it you know as a basketball player like you're getting paid a lot of money to do this but you also need incentive in dunk contests a million dollars to the winner that'll get people talking that would get that would get more superstars that would want to do it. That would get Ja to do it. All right. I know Ja would definitely do it in a heartbeat if a million was on the line. He could go just throw that shit right at the strip club. That's exactly where he's, he's going. He might even pay his bail money, bro. Like so I just I think it it it's gonna come down to having incentive uh for these events. You know. If it if that's not the case, then maybe like they need to like figure out like what they want All Star Weekend to be. Is it to to have a bigger spotlight on G Leaguers and WNBA? Like I think what they did with Sabrina and Steph, like that was awesome. That was a highlight of the weekend, you know. But you also have G Leaguers and professional dunkers that can come in. Like spotlighting basketball, I think is the direction that Adam Silver and the league needs to go in. Like not spotlighting the NBA, spotlighting basketball you know because the nba is the epicenter of all that but you need whatever direction you go you need identity and the nba i think just doesn't have that right now which is why nobody cares same thing it's the same problem the nfl has like nobody cares especially these guys aren't doing anything like that's how i feel about that um let's go into the next topic here for uh the episodes uh we need to talk about uh let's actually let's let's keep it with uh basketball um we need to talk about the brooklyn nets um they did fire their head coach jacques Vaughn. uh this this uh i think it was, it was today earlier today actually yeah um and you know it was i think something that was long overdue like you know he that that whole that whole um what's the word I'm looking for? Am I drawing the blank? Um that whole, I guess, ecosystem is more where I come up with. That need to go. Like the ever since the whole Kyrie James KD thing, like that that whole like situation need to go. Sean Marks is still somehow there. Um, but the Nets, the twenty one and thirty three, um, they've lost two in a row. And it was just it was never bound to work. Um, so they fired Jock Vaughn. They hired Kevin Nolly as the interim head coach. Um, Kevin Nolly was a coach in college for a few short years, um, and he was an associate head coach for Brooklyn this year. Uh, so is this something that is going to mean something in the long term? Like, is this going to be like the jolt that the Nets need to make a push for the play-in, or are they just going through the motions at this point? Uh, I guess we'll start with you, Jello, because you, you're the one that brought this up. You know, like Kevin Ali is Kevin Ali's a good head coach. Uh, he was a he was a, a fine role player when he was playing in the league. Um, what do you think of this hire? Um, man, I I really I really like this hire, man. Um, you know, I I applaud the Nets for you know. Um, we have been talking about this for a while in the chat. Um, uh, how the NBA likes to recycle head coaches. Um. And a lot of the uh, head coaches that, you know, are assistants right now, they don't get that type of opportunity. Um, 
watching Kevin Ali uh, when I was younger, you know, he he was always that um that hardball type of player. You know, he could, he um he knew how to he know how to be a player coach. I should say he knew how to um coach he knew how to coach people up. Um, I saw him uh, in the college game. You know, um, he's been slowly building his name up, and um, I, I feel like like with this hire, he's gonna have uh, the opportunity to uh really build his name up a lot, uh, get a relationship with these players. Um, I really think that he's gonna be able to get this young team um that type of jolt that they need. Um, you know, um, just just give another dude a chance, and especially uh, the name like Kevin Ali. Um, somebody that I know can really, uh, really have. He's a, he's a coachable type of uh, dude. Like he's gonna make sure that um, he he's gonna make sure that the players hear him, and make sure that that he sees results. And I don't know how long it's gonna take. I don't. I hope that they give him enough time to make it happen because it is a process. You know, you got McCall Bridges as your uh, number one option right now. You know, that's not always that's not always the um, formula for every team, but. You know, if they give him some time, give him some uh, players to work with, um, I could, I think it could turn out to be a really, really good hire in the long run. So um, pass it on TK, see what he first. <clears throat> honestly, Brad, like everything you said was great. Honestly, I think you touched some great points because I guess if you got, if you, if you had to fire Vaughn, I guess you feel me. Might as well keep somebody that's already in house, knows the players, knows the organization, knows the system. Yada yada yada. Here's my thing, bro. Why is it that Steve Nash, who was a terrible head coach, I think we'd all agree, Steve Nash, the, his tenure in Brooklyn was just bad. Isn't even a word. That mother effort was just god awful. Why is it that this dude got the coach James Harden, Kyrie Irving? And, and 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 Kevin Durant, but Vaughn, who just got fired today, what like what was he supposed to do with the guy in Ben Simmons, who's done, who's doing nothing to that organization in PC? I want to, I'm lifting my hands up to you, brother. I apologize, because honestly, bro, I never thought Ben Simmons would be this fucking bad. Me and Mook, we were dead ass wrong because we thought him going to Brooklyn, he would be able to get healthy, rejuvenate his career, and get back to what he was. Brother, he does nothing but steal the check from Brooklyn. One thing you can count on him is two, two things me. you can count. Two things you can count on with Ben Simmons. He's gonna be hurt, and he's gonna complain if he don't get his check, bro. The one week, the two weeks, whenever that check hits, those are the two things you can always guarantee from him. He has done nothing but stole money from the New York, from the from the Brooklyn Nets. I apologize. So, Jello, my thing is, how long is how long? How long is this gonna last with this head coach, bro? He's got what? What is he going to do different that Von that Von isn't gonna be able to keep with the same exact players, the same role players, the same starter? Who also I don't know if you saw the report. They're planning on on now building a team around Mikel Bridges, which y'all know I love Mikel Bridges, bro. But I think that's just a terrible idea. The dude is 27, yeah, 28 yeah. years old, almost out of his prime. I don't think his prime, <clears throat> excuse me, is gonna go past. It's gonna go past maybe the age of, of 33, 34. So you building your team around him, you're already setting yourself up for now. In the future, you're setting yourself up for more failure. You have absolutely no draft picks because you gave all your draft picks up. Like I, I, I don't really? actually no, no, no. And then you traded Kevin Durant, so you got those picks back. I apologize. So you you do have a ton of draft picks, but I just don't understand what what is the plan of the. Like what? What is he going to do differently? This, the New York, the, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be the same way that they are this year. Going to be a terrible team next year. Going to be a terrible team the year after. 
it's going to take years and years and years of rebuilding. And, and kind of like what you said, you said you hope he gets enough time. I don't think I think they're going to become impatient and I think they're going to move on from this coach and they're going to continue recycling coaches over and over and over. You know what I think it is like they I think they're they're kind of like trying to follow the same success the Knicks had. Because they saw the Knicks get a guy like Jalen Brunson in free agency and they were like, oh, we can do that. You know, same same mantra they had when when they brung Katie, Harden, Kyrie, all all of them to, to Brooklyn. They were like, oh, we could do that. This has been the mantra. Honestly, this has been the mantra since Brooklyn has been in Brooklyn. All right. Ever since JC moved that team to BK and they made that stupid trade for KG and Paul Pierce, that that's always been the Nets philosophy. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't amounted to success. They haven't been to a conference final. They haven't been, they don't have a ring. Like they're in the same spot that they were when they were in New Jersey, bro. Like it it's it's sad that a guy like Mikel Bridges is now being set up to fail. Because I think we all agree. We all like Mikel Bridges' game here on this podcast. Like, you know, I, I you know, Bill Nova Boy, like I love Mikel. Like, but he's not the guy that you build around. He's the guy that supports the guy that you're building around. And like there's there's no there's no urgency. Like there's no no urgency is not the word. There's no patience with this organization. There there hasn't been any patience from this organization. And the urgency to win a title, even when they had the pieces, was never there. Like you were never serious. You hired Steve Nash as your head coach. What'd you expect, man? You know? Then Jacques Vaughn, you told Jacques Vaughn, okay, fix this. What was Jacques Vaughn going to do? Like, he, he was never a successful head coach, even, was, even when he was in Orlando. Like, it just, it was never going to work. Like, this Nets team, I don't know what it's going to take for them to, like, finally, like, understand, like, this just isn't going to work. Sean Marks, you needed to be Ken yesterday, bro. Like, that whole ownership it be canned yesterday, man. Like, it's literally weighing this team down. It's been weighing this team down. Something needs to change. Clearly. And PC, who was who was the head coach before uh, that Kyrie before Kyrie Penny Atkinson. to hire? I Penny guarantee you this. I, I just want to say this before oh, yeah. I another I feel like another fumble. If right if they never fire Kenny Atkinson, Ke- Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and and possibly still, maybe not James Harden, because his obsession with Jer- with Daryl Morey, obsession with James Harden is a little weird. It's a man crush that I've never seen. So maybe he would have asked out, but I think you possibly would have kept Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant because you would have had a real coach that wouldn't just let these guys and Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving do whatever the hell they wanted. He would be sitting in this situation today. Now you're sitting in a situation where literally you're just gonna keep. I mean, I give this dude. I don't, Jello. How long? How long are you giving this this new head coach? I'm gonna I give be him honest two, with three you. years max. Three I, years max. I only give him two years because of the simple fact that the Nets are so impatient. Um, and, and that's my point. The the, what, the point I was trying to make with um, Mikael Bridges being your number one. Um, that that that's apparently that's the formula that they're sticking to. They try to do this for the next, I guess, years or a few years or so, trying to build around him. Mikael Bridges is not a number one player uh, on a, on a, especially not on a championship team. I I would barely give him number one as a top four seed team. Um, he's just he's he's not the answer. Y'all need to, y'all need to figure out what y'all are gonna do in the long run. Um, 
y'all have y'all have picks. If y'all want to go out and get a, a big name free, uh, what you call it, a trade prospect, something like that. I don't know what 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 it'll take for the Nets organization really to um to turn stuff around because it's been going on since I was a little boy. Like Nets have always been bottom bottom of the barrel team. Um, they they always you know found ways to you know try to copy the next the the, the next super team whatever um whatever the formula that's usually somebody else working that is not your culture they don't know how to make their own culture they try to build off of someone else's and um that's just not the formula you know um I like I like the hiring because of who it is but the fact that they don't have the they don't have the players to build off of it's not gonna last long. I hope that he can at least build his name up. You know, they can see his skin, so you know he gets a, another opportunity on another team. So it doesn't look like you know he's just a pushover coach because that is not who he is. Kevin Ali is a good dude, um, and you know, I just hope that the Nets don't drag his name under the mud because um, he he really don't deserve that. Um, as far as the organization, man, y'all got y'all y'all need to come to realization that McCall Bridges he he is good, but he's not a number one. Y'all need to focus on that. Um, you know, figure out what y'all gotta do with that and run with it. So uh, go ahead, man. Um, sadly, I agree with a lot of the points y'all brought up about the fact that I don't think he's gonna last long because of how impatient the nets are. And again, y'all echo my thoughts with Mikhail. I love Mikhail, but he needs to be part of the core, but not who you build the team around. I think if they're trying to build a team around strictly Mikhail, it's going to fall apart. But I personally love the Kevin Ollie hire. He's kind of he kind of been forgotten, but he won a national championship with that UConn team in 2014. And him getting pushed out of UConn because of the scandals that happened was very unfortunate. But that don't disregard the fact that he took that UConn team that was up against a lot of tough teams that year and took them to a, a national championship. Um, I think a lot of the success that's going to come with Kevin Ali is that the young guys, the young players love Kevin Ali. I think the problem with, with Vaughn is that he likes to delegate a lot. Even when it comes to adjustments, if you watch how he coaches the game, he likes to delegate a lot to his assistants. And it's kind of when you do that with young guys, it's like, OK, they're going to look to the assistants, not the the head coach. And that's a, been a lot of trouble with the Nets. But Kevin Ollie kind of won those young guys over. Um, Mikhail Bridges talks about it a lot. Cam Johnson talks about it a lot. How, like, Jello said it. He's a really fiery guy. Like, he's very good at motivation. I don't know how... I don't know how good he is with X's and O's now because he went to Overtime Elite and you go from college to the NBA to coaching Overtime Elite. It gets a little different. But I think that him being, like good at being a motivator for young guys is going to help him a lot. Unfortunately, again, Joe's high idiot. Um, all of the management in Brooklyn needs to get blown up, frankly. Like, <laughs> need to just blow up that office and start over because they are idiots. So even if Kevin Ali does manage to do a great job, 
and turn his team around. I don't think he's going to stay long. So I hope that he gets his name out there, really builds his resume, and gets his start because, like everybody else on this call, I'm so sick of recycle head coaches. These old coaches that don't know what the fuck they doing no more and getting jobs off their name. It's so irritating. It's time for some new blood. And I hope Kevin Ollie is the start of that. It's going to take a village, I think. <laughs> uh, Tolu? Yeah, you guys basically touched on everything. Um, Nets need to blow up the front office. You know, it's terrible. You don't build around Mikel Bridges. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not a superstar or star. He's not even an all-star. So, I, I really, you guys basically touched on everything. You know, the Nets, you know, the, the fall off of the Nets need to be studied because they really fumbled Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, and Kenny Atkinson, you know. I don't even know what to say about the Nets, man. They're stuck with Ben Simmons. They're stuck with Cam Thomas, even though he's sometimes good. He's a shot chucker. Um, I mean, the only thing they get is they got with a Dinwiddie, but he's been looking really good on the Lakers. So thank you for that, Nets. Um, Jared Poverty. Allen. Jared Allen. Oh, forgot about him. Jared Allen. There's so many uh, names. Here, Bruce like. Brown. Bruce Brown, he was good for them, too. Yo, they really Brown. fumbled out of people. Crazy. That's Yo. what happens when you put all of your, your, your salary in crypto, bro. I forgot about Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, he Bruce was good Brown. for them, too. Oh. I mean. I forgot Jared Allen was a net. I really did. I ain't going to Oh, yeah. I mean, Nick Claxton's pretty good. Nick Claxton is Nick Claxton is a good player, but. Nick he about to be, he about to be the face that, that people recognize when they talk about, about how poverty this, this team was during this time. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, about to be, he's about to be like a process warrior, bro. Like yes. This is where we're at. This is where we're at, Brooklyn, unfortunately. You know, for fans that have sucked through it, <laughs> it always does get better. <laughs> you know, I, I do say, it always, it always does get better. Look at the Kings. All right. But they, it does always they get strong. better. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Brooklyn oh, I, fans. Oh, oh, PC, PC. Let me say that I don't feel bad for the Nets. No, no, I don't. I don't know if you remember that I don't time either. where Nets fans were really fucking cocky for a team that oh, hadn't won anything. Oh, you don't got yeah, Kevin Durant, Bro. Kyrie Irving. They were feeling themselves. They were TK. They were talking <laughs> shit about about other teams, about Sixers when they were facing hey, us. That, that Russell was the first option. You know? they don't, they don't <laughs> like, so I got they I got no sympathy for no empathy for y'all. Like, Jock Vaughn and I especially. Don't like you. I hope you suffer. I hope this is great for you because I hate your guts. I can't stand you. You are the worst owner in sports history, in my opinion. I am so happy that you are so that you stink, that the Nets stink. This is the product that you're presenting. I'm so happy. Yes, I'm salty because he refused to trade Kyrie Irving to the Los Angeles. Wait, he means Joe Sai, but I oh, get Joe what he's saying. Joe I agree with him 100%. Bad, my okay. bad, my bad, my bad. I was like, Joe Sai, Joe Sai, Joe Sai. He's 100% Right. So, oh. so, to be honest, to be honest, I'm not mad at it, bro. I'm glad he did get Kyrie, to be honest. Bro, he barely playing for the Mavs right now, bro. Like, I, I, I didn't miss him too much. He misses too many games, bro. 
He means overpaid. Who Kyrie? But but yeah. when he's on the court, he yeah. When he's on the court, yeah. But that's the thing, bro. He's never he, bro. He he's off the court more than he is on the court, bro. So I'm glad it, it worked out for both of us, dog. Which is shame. Uh, let's move on. Let's uh talk about the NFL. Because, uh, like I mentioned, I want to dive a little bit deeper into uh, the free agency predictions that we may have uh, for this offseason. Because there are already so many changes to coaching steps around the league. But now it's time to see players go from one team to another. Uh, so why don't we why don't we start with uh, Tolu and go? Well, actually, no, I don't trust Tolu and talk about the Ravens. Let's go with you, Bam. Um, you know, because you're you're the you're the baller, and you're the only other Ravens fan that I actually do trust. Um, so talk about what your team needs or what your team thinks you're going to add in the offseason with free agency. Um. First thing we need to do is. Well, the first great thing that we did <laughs> is re-sign Nelson Aguilar. That was a great depth sign to keep Nelly. Um, OBJ's gone, so we needed to keep somebody. I'm glad we kept Nelly. It's fine. Oh, I was like, what happened? Um, we kept Nelly. Again, losing so many receivers was detrimental. We knew it was coming. So it was good to re-sign Nelly. Now, I was going to say what we do need to do is sign another wide receiver. But with with all the tags and stuff going on, me and TK discussed it a few days ago. All the good receivers are getting tagged. I severely doubt that we leave this free agency period without um uh Michael Pittman getting tagged. I don't know what's going on with Kevin Ridley, but I don't want Kevin Ridley on my team. Um so I Kevin really does not need to be on my team. He he did all them 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 highlight uh routes on air this free agency and then forgot how to fucking catch all of a sudden. So I don't want him on my team. He's getting old. I'm not spending no bag on Calvin fucking Ridley. I asked me last year, I would have said it. I don't want Calvin Ridley on my team, stealing no more money. I don't want it. Um, Saquon, Saquon and Derrick Henry. Ideally, I want Saquon. And Saquon, honestly, they don't project him to want that much. I think we could definitely go and get him for two years, 12, 13 million. The same with Derrick Henry. I think we easily go and get him for 12 to 13 million. Um, either one of them completely opens our offense up. Um, let Keaton get healthy. I don't know what we're gonna do with Dalvin Cook. Probably draft another running back. We'll go from there. That's that's my silence. I was gonna say you you can let Dalvin Cook go to the void for all I care, man. What is that? What did I make an offer? I think we're going to sign him to the practice squad just because we don't have no more running backs at this point, right? Honestly, I, I mean, well, Tolu showed the edge just now like with, with Derrick Henry, but the Ravens, I'm assuming, is another option. Um, That's our second option because, honestly, he old. We could use him for a little bit, but he getting old. Man, give me Saquon, man. 
Yeah, they're there in the age. Um, Jello, you cowboys. <laughs> How about them cowboys? Go ahead. Uh, I don't even know anymore. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, you know what the first is, move is? What's the first Tony move y'all gonna do? Oh my god! Yep. We're gonna extend that. Go ahead. Dak Prescott. Congratulations, that boy. you are about to be yes, the sir. highest paid quarterback in the league. Congratulations, my boy. You played your regular season hard out, and you choked my playoff victory away. But you did just enough to become a $60 million a year player. I, I My hats are off to you because you are the biggest act, you are the biggest actor in NFL history, bro. You should have like 15 Golden Globes, seven Oscar nominations for your regular season performances, having people think that you are top five quarterback in the league just to choke it all the way in the playoffs. The first round, second round, it don't matter. You go choke. And I have come to that realization after about, you know, it's been about eight years of witnessing Dak Prescott's choke jobs. Um, but I have to deal with about five or six more. So, you know. Um, Wonderful day for us Cowboys fans. You know, a wonderful uh, season coming up. You know, nothing but uh, glory days, you know, heartbreak, whatever you want to call it. But um, as far as that goes, yeah, Dak Prescott, he is going to get his um, hefty extension. Um, right now, what I do want to see, I need to see Tony Pollard outside of a Cowboys uniform. I need to see him in a Ravens uniform. That would uh, make my day. Tony Pollard. <laughs> um, terrible troll. Why? Wait. Why are we dis- Why are we disrespecting Tony Pollard though? I don't get it. Tony Pollard was a top guard rusher, bro. He's injury prone. He's not a running back one. He's not injury prone. He's not. He, he got hurt. Hold on, man. He, he, he got hurt one, one year. year. Got hurt one time, came back that literally the next year. Like it takes time to Tony come back. He came back earlier than he should. That's why he didn't look that good, but started looking good, like himself towards the end of the season. You know what? I think he, everybody's over. He now. would be a great uh, free agency pickup for y'all. He'd be an honest. He, he I, don't, really, I don't want uh, that man. Really, hey, he he wants Saquon. He wants Saquon. Like Tony Pollard. It's like it's like making it's like making Mikel Bridges your first option. All right. It's, it's just exactly. So you like him? I'm not doing it. No, yeah, I. But I don't want Saquon and or Derrick Henry. I don't want him. Anyways, anyways, Tony Pollard, yeah, but you, you, you're gonna do great things outside of Dallas. Um, I do. I would love to see Saquon Barkley in in, in Dallas uniform. Um, so basically, my take is um, whoever the Ravens get, we get the other. So if they get Derrick Henry, I'll take Saquon. If they get Saquon, I'll be fine with Derrick Henry. Um, my deal, I, I want Saquon so bad. Um, I feel like he would do wonders, um, with Dak. Um, would he, would he, um, play in a NFC East rival? I have no idea if he would even be down for that. That's why I'm more leaning towards Derrick Henry. But, um, I would definitely love to see Saquon. You can, if you, if you see in this episode ever, come on, come on to Dallas, bro. I would love to have you. Um, um, as far as uh, wide receivers go, um, I I am ready for Michael Gallup to go ahead and get on somewhere. Um, he has done great things in the past, but he is not that dude anymore. Um, 
Oh, I think we're I think we're pretty much fine as far as um keeping Brandon Cooks and uh C D Lamb. I think that Brandon Cooks has definitely stepped up to the plate this season. Um as far as that goes, we definitely need to um work on our D line. D line needs to um have a big upgrade. Um Jonathan Hankins was a major loss as far as his injury goes and we could not stop the run at all this year. Um um, as far as big name free agents on um, right now, I have no idea who I'll, who we'll go after, but we need to go after D line. Um, or if um, Mozzie Smith, he, if he turns out to be that player that we drafted him to be, you know, um, I would definitely go to see him step up. But um, definitely D line, we need to upgrade on that. Um, that's really the main two that I'm looking at running back and D line. Saquon, like I said, come on, Dallas, bro, we 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 love to have you. All right, TK, your Broncos. Now, I do want to say, I think out of all our teams in this in this call, I want to say your Broncos are in the most unique spot, all right? Because you have a team, all right? You just need a quarterback. I mean, obviously, Russ is not the option um, or the answer, for that matter, you know. But you had, you had, some, you had some choice to make with that roster. You <clears throat> select players anyway. Well, to be quite honest with you, PC, as uh, – you know what? It's it's thank you because it's actually nice to see you say something nice about the Broncos for once. It's been a while, you know. You always give me with the stupid quarterback list, and now you can add Russell Wilson to that list because he had the one bad season with us. But I guess, but um, quite honestly, we're we're we um, our cap room is just terrible, PC. So we honestly, I quite honestly, I don't expect much from much of anything from us. Quite honestly, we're gonna have to pay Russell Wilson whether we decide to keep him or, or whether we decide to let him walk. Still going to have to pay him that contract. Um, our cap room was already not bad. I, I, I think, honestly, what's going to be more shocking to people is the amount of players that we end up having to trade or let go, to be quite honest with you. Um, 2025, the cap room looks a lot better. Though. It, looks a, it looks a lot better. Teams up in the top five with cap room. But this year, it's just going to be bad. So I'm going to do mine a little different, PC. I'm going to just talk about some other teams that I expect um, some of some of these free agents to land. So, like Bam said, as far as the big name wide receivers, uh, whether it's Brandon Ayuk, um, whether I, I, I forgot the other names that you named, but all the big name wide receivers, T. Higgins, those guys not going anywhere. I expect all those guys to be franchise. That Michael Pittman was the guy I was thinking of. I expect all those guys to be franchise tag. Um, because quite honest with you, a number one wide receiver is after a quarterback, you can say that a number one wide receiver is the next most important position in the NFL, uh, especially when you're talking about offense. So I don't think I don't expect any of these uh, number one guys to be moved. I quite honestly think the biggest name for a wide receiver to be moved this offseason is going to be a Calvin Ridley and a Gabe Davis. Um, the, the reason why in BAM, and like I would say, I don't know why the hate on Calvin Ridley. He didn't have a bad season, bro. He had some drops, yeah, but he, he started fixing that towards the middle and the end of the season. And the thing with him was, we're not talking enough about how Trevor, Trevor Lawrence's game went from this and just started declining as the season went on. His game just started getting bad. I don't know what the hell happened to Trevor Lawrence, bro. He was in the MVP conversation him. like the first five that, weeks. That, that and then it, it just dropped. He's, he's Josh Allen with blonde hair. That that whole like, bro. I I don't want to put that on one. All right, bro. wait, wait, hold up, hold up. What we not gonna do is disrespect my Clemson legend like that. Yeah, we not like, gonna disrespect Calvin Ridley. Clemson shout legend. Out, shout out Calvin Ridley, bro. He had a pre, he had a good season. Ohio State. I was I was embellishing a little bit, but he's gonna want too much, and we need if we going for a, a wide receiver one, we need a 
We need a Mike Evans or something like that. We need somebody who's established. Again, I know we're not going to get him, but I'm saying if we want to waste the dirt, the little bit of cap room we have, we need something like that. We need to make a splash. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not giving Calvin Ridley 18, 19 million a year. Yeah. Not doing it. I know. You're Keenan Allen. That guy. That guy. On this podcast, but um, Mike Williams is going to be right there. Thank you, Tolu. Um, I wish I would give Keenan Allen sixteen million a year at this point in my career. Yeah, I mean, at this point in this, man, that's not happening. But as far as um, I'm glad you mentioned Mike Evans because I expect like the guys like Mike Evans and like Justin Jefferson. I expect um them and their team to figure the whole contract situations out. You just don't let generational wide receivers like that go. Uh, Mike Evans is still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and we already know Justin Jefferson is, if not the best uh, wide receiver in the NFL. So. Um, yeah. So as far as that, I think. Um, so here's where I'm gonna. Here's here's where I let, I tell you where I think these players end up landing. So as far as Calvin Ridley, <clears throat> I think I don't remember if it was PC or but I don't remember who I was talking about in this chat. Look, man, Falcons need a wide receiver too, bro. Why not have that homecoming when you figure that whole QB situation out? You move up, you drop to Jaden Daniels. And you pair a Calvin Ridley, you bring him back home. You feel me? He's learned his lesson after that whole situation. You get as a Falcon, you get to keep your second round, you get to keep your third round pick. You don't have to give it to the Jags because the Jags are going to end up releasing Calvin Ridley, which we all expect. So you get to keep your third round pick. Why not bring Calvin Ridley home? Pair him with Drake London and insert Jaden Daniels or whatever quarterback you want. Because anything's going to be better than Desmond. We can all admit that. So I think Calvin really took to the Falcons would be a great situation for every, I think it would work out for everybody, quite honestly. Calvin really is still in his prime. He's he had a good year, man. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, don't listen to Ben. Ben hates Calvin Ridley for whatever reason, but he had a good season, man. He, he had an okay year. He had an okay year because the first half of the season was so bad. So I'll give you that. He had an okay year because his first half of the season was so bad. But once he figured it out and everything, he had a, he started looking like himself towards the end of the season. So I think that would be great for the Falcons, would be great for Calvin Ridley, and would be great for any quarterback that they decide to bring in. I'm just going to say it's Jaden Daniels for my take. Um, now, Gabe Davis, he was a little tricky for me, bro, because Gabe Davis is such a hit or, hit or miss wide receiver. One game, this dude will give you seven catches for 130 yards and, like, two touchdowns. And then the next game, he can have one catch for three yards, bro. Like, he's that type of wide receiver. So, PC. Come to the camera, man. How about, look, to the Eagles fans I've talked to, shout out to my, shout out to the, to the, to the light-skinned brother, Drew Jello, you know who I'm talking about in the other sports chat. He's a he's an Eagles fan. He, he talks about how you guys desperately, desperately, desperately need a wide receiver three. That was you guys, one of you guys' biggest issues last season was that you needed a wide receiver three um, in a slot, basically, because that's where typically you'll use the wide receiver three. Now, PC, you might not like it, but look, Gabe Davis, you're not asking him to be a wide receiver two, which he was pretty good when he was a wide receiver two in, in Buffalo, but you bring him into your organization. I think he wants to win a ring. I think him going to the Eagles, it will only up his, I think you guys bring him, just sign him for a year, PC, just one year, just to see how it works out. It works out for you guys because you guys get a good slot receiver who I think, it's, he's a wide receiver, too, that you guys would use as a wide receiver three. 
And then you guys wouldn't have to pay him a ton of money. Just sign him to a one-year deal, see how it works out. He gets to he gets to up his you feel me up his you know his aura or his whatever in the season. You feel me gets a chance to get, get himself more money in the offseason if he doesn't decide to sign with you guys. And it works out for both sides. But I don't know, PC. Do you did how bad did you guys need a wide receiver three last season? It wasn't as first of all. I want to say to the fan that you're referring to. All right, the man's are always complaining about something which is most Philadelphia fans, which is the reason why a lot of people don't like us, all right, because the sky is always fucking falling every time something doesn't go our way, all right? It, 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 you know who you are. I hope you're listening to the podcast so I can tell you, man up. I'm crying all the damn time. Second shit. With that being said, Gabe Davis, on one year deal, depending on how much money he wants, I would consider it. But that's just a, a wide receiver we can get in the draft on day three. All right. A slot, a slot wide receiver on uh, rookie contract. That's something that we can get in the draft. Yeah, but PC, if the rookie is – but here's the thing. A four-year deal, if the rookie doesn't work out, you're stuck with that rookie for four years. Granted, you won't have to use him. He never has to see the field, but you're still stuck with him for four years. Compared to Gabe Davis, who you can sign for cheap. If it As a wide receiver out, three, I mean, I don't think, think Gabe about it, PC, I mean, for uh, that. PK. That's a that's a that's a better option as a as a rookie, especially if you get because this especially this year this class is loaded with um wide receivers that aren't that's true. you know first round talent, but they are very very talented. <laughs> um, if they was to get a, a rookie uh, receiver in the fourth round, um, somebody like um, uh, let me think for a second. Um, Malik Washington. Um, Malik Washington. He was a decent prospect for me. He actually led the league. The uh, college football uh, ranks in yards um, this season. Um, he's only projected to be a fifth rounder. Um, but if they were to steal a guy like that and he was to become their wide receiver three, that would be a absolute steal. Um, that would be way better than Gabe Davis, who I I was gonna say is I don't think that Gabe Davis would want to be a wide receiver three. Gabe, um, not not none of that. that. Gabe wants that bag. I think he knows he's not a wide receiver one, but he is not going lower than a wide receiver two at all. I think if but we look a wide receiver three, go ahead, PC. I'm I'm just saying, like if we get wide receiver three in the draft, just a guy that we can plug in the slot, like in Kellen Moore's offense, who's going to use the entire field. All right, he's going to be in the film room every single day with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, both wide receiver ones in this league. Like that's already a major plus. All right, being being in that wide receiver room with with those guys, so. Having like a guy like like jealous of like a Malik Washington possibly he can give me a guy like from from Michigan scene you know and I'll be doing more research on on college in this draft like going forward but like even that even that wide receiver from that team like I think that would be a major plus you know like it's like I said they they only benefit and it does nothing to the cap you know bringing a guy like Gabe Davis to prove it to prove himself like I just I don't see the the philosophy in that. Like, you know, if it, if it fails, like we just kind of wasted money for nothing. Do we think? Do we think the the market for Gabe Davis is going to be that big? That was my next question. It's going to be bigger than him wanting to sign a one year. I, yeah. I severely doubt he's going to go and sign a one year. And be Gabe okay Davis is getting a three year deal somewhere. He's going to be. He's not going to be a wide receiver three. He he is a hit or miss uh, hit or miss type receiver, but when he hits, he hits big. I think somebody's going to overpay for him. I think somebody's going to go and overpay I can definitely see that. Yeah. yeah they'll they'll regret it, but they are going to pay. They are going to, he's going to get that bag this year. I'm going to be honest with you. 
It's going to be on some Christian Kirk type shit. Oh, oh, I can see that. would be terrible. Yeah, I can see that, actually. Oh, man. It's, it's going to be... I don't know, because you know a team I was thinking of that could probably do something like that, you know, depending on how they take up their own slot guy right now, the Detroit Lions, all right? Yeah, they they won't want to necessarily give up. Yeah, to- after all them drops in that in that uh, game against the 49ers, I can, def- I can definitely... EDC, I hope you hear me, brother. I hope you watch this. I'm going to send this out. I'm going to post it everywhere. If you go and sign Josh Reynolds. Oh, hell no. If you go <laughs> hell and sign no. Josh Reynolds to my football team, I'm going to take these bare knuckles and punch you in the back of your head. Do not. Dude, I'm laughing, but I'm so serious. Do not sign Josh Reynolds to my football team. Don't do it. Who said that? Well, where did you see that? Rumor? I've seen it no. mocked oh, to no. us. I don't want Josh Reynolds on my huh? football team. No. Boy, Hell no. I ain't going to lie to you. I would, I would, that would be my day. I would be drinking. I would be sipping some wine for that. I will be making it tough. <laughs> Just I'll, like everybody I'm here is going to sip some wine when we see that notification that Jack is making $60 million a year. <laughs> Nigga. Can we, uh, uh, can we analyze what you just said, bro? This man said you're going to be sipping wine if somebody else is seen in here gets a bad player. Do you, do you know what a job is, bro? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'll take that. You mean to do it in sign language? Look. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Jello, you where's your car at? Where's your car at, Jello? Where is it? My where's car? your car at? Outside. No, nah, Jello, you guys shoot this. <laughs> what, did, what did you expect it to be, Tom, in his living room? No, because Jello's car is broken down. It is rusty. It has it has stain all over the you seat. You drive a goat. <laughs> I'd rather drive a How can you drive a goat? Do you hear this, man? How can you drive a goat? This guy's actually stupid. And How can you drive on, a goat? Now. You know what you do every day. Let's stop there. You know what? All right, all right. Anyways, anyways, we yeah. get to the two running backs, and then we can move on to the next person. And then, as far as the, as far as the two running backs, Derrick Henry. I mean, I don't know how the Ravens fan feel, but I think he's a Raven at this point. But I think he's either a Raven or an Eagle. Um, but I'm even more towards the Ravens because I think the Ravens could use him a bit more, especially and specifically just for the red zone, bro. You could, I think that was one of you guys' problems. You didn't have that big. Back. The power back in the red zone, and I think Derrick Henry is one of yeah, the yeah, we did. Not, Gus, yeah, we did. We had zone. Gus Edwards, but apparently yeah, but Edwards we just didn't want to give him the ball. So you know, Gus Ed- oh Gus shoot, Edwards I have to ask a question. Wait, two questions. First of all, for Raven fans, and then all of y'all, um, Keaton Mitchell, when he gets back, how is that going to work? Do, do, do y'all still believe in him, or like what's going it's on? It's tough like, to tell with that um, knee because he didn't had that's that's historically one of the worst ACL tears that 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 we've seen. Just the way yeah, it yeah. tore, it's mm-hmm. tough. So we kind of planning around it. Don't yeah, want to put all yeah. the chips in on Keaton, and then it's another JK. He's not the same. Yeah, Luckily, he only it, had man. ACL damage, which is much more mitigatable than what JK ACL, had. But... ACL, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing for everybody, um, Dalvin Cook has has he really turned into a practice a practice uh, player? I mean, I, I still I, so. I still believe in Dalvin. I, 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 think, I, like, I think he'll end up somewhere. I personally don't believe he's a practice squad back because 
he went out there against Houston and showed he exactly. still got juice. And he showed he still has that burst. And, you know, he didn't have a chance at all. Um, the thing with the Jets, they didn't prepare for Brees Hall to come back and be Brees Hall again. And that's exactly what he came back and did. And Dalvin Cook just didn't have a spot um, there. So I still feel like Dalvin Cook is, can be a I top think, 15 running back in the league, if we're being honest. Top I, think we, I think we might top 15, 15 in the league. 15 Wait, what? 20. I think so. Top I think you can. Is, yeah. About 15, 20. I think so. I think, Bam, do you think we do you think we'll bring that cook back? Depends on how much he wants. If he want if he willing to take a practice squad deal or maybe just a quick one year five mil, hell yeah. But if he like want more than million. that, then oh no, hell no. Can't, can't I don't think he's we, gonna ask for that because he's gonna want to prove it now, especially how he's been looking around in the league, like he's just gone now, like. Um, especially how he left out of the Vikings, how they made him seem like he was just this uh, player that, you know, um, he don't got it no more a year after rushing for, was it 1,500 yards? And then, um, you know, just going to next year, you know, Brees Hall comes back and he is Brees Hall. Um, you know, it wasn't really much of a place for him. He didn't have an opportunity to really show that he is still Davin Cook. He only had a shoulder injury. It wasn't like it was like a, a near or a severe leg injury. I still feel like he can get, especially after resting that shoulder during the offseason, he should be able to get back to the form that, you know, we love. He's only, what, 26, 27, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he has plenty of time to, you know, get back to where he is. So. I personally would love a running back room of Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Keaton Mitchell, and whatever other rookie we bring in. I would love that, but. There is really doesn't matter, Bam, because we're not gonna give them the ball, bro. So it really doesn't matter. We're gonna get them six yeah. carries. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We could we could have prime Emmett Smith in the backfield. We won't we'll give him six carries, you know? So it really doesn't matter to me. In the running back market, there there's been so many like names of people. Like it, it, in the running back is such an expendable position. Like a guy like Dalvin Cook, he's not going to be demanding anything because he's not in a position to demand anything. Like there, there are so many names. Like I said, like we, we haven't even mentioned, you know, guys like uh, DeAndre Swift. They're going to be out there as well. Like, you know, there, there's going to be options for teams. You know, for a guy like Dalvin Cook, hey, your brother is kind of the the favorite cook in the family right now. All right, so I, I you got you got to prove yourself, but you got to go to a team that wants to prove yourself. I think Dalvin Cook is at a crossroads right now. Do you want to be named everybody from members, or do you want to go after a ring? You want to go out the ring when you sign with the Ravens. If that's still the case, you're gonna re-sign with the Ravens and whatever contract they give you, you got you got you got roll with it. You know, but if you want to like reassert yourself, reintroduce yourself to the league, maybe you sign with a team like, you know, the the Cowboys or a team like the Giants or You, you know, know what? It's gonna be what about Dalvin Cook to the Texans? What do y'all think about that? That might be a good one to punch with um see with Singletary, yeah. Pearson Singletary. I was thinking, to be honest, that was going to be the next part of my um, of my last one. I was going to say Saquon to the Texans, bro. I think Saquon to the Texans is possible. Saquon to the Texans is really hot right now. I just don't know if it happens. That's what I'm prepared for. Saquon's an interesting choice because I really, like, if that man's smart, I think he needs to go back to the Because I don't... I don't know if he's going to necessarily – I just don't see him, like, ever being, like – one, I'll ever see him being on another team. Like, I, I, I maybe it's just me as, like, an Eagles fan. Like, I've seen him in Giants jersey too long. I just can't match him in another team. Um, but, like, if he wants to win a ring, 
that he's gonna like go and get a small contract and play for a team that you know that needs him right now, like like the Texans or like the Ravens or the Dolphins, whoever. You know, but if you want to be the face of a franchise, it might just be that with the Giants. You I ever- hope he don't go back to New York. Me personally, yeah, I, I, I hope New York disrespect him. You know who I can see Saquon with? If the Eagles clear cap room, the Eagles. I mean, that that was going to be my deal. I can definitely see him going yeah, to I the would, Eagles. I would be done with the league, bro. If he goes That's to the Eagles, I would cry. I'm not going to lie. I would be done with the league. I would cry. Why does he even say that? Like, why bring that up? Like, I'm just—it could happen. I gotta visualize that. Now. It this could happen, bro. He went to school and... there. Like, he grew up there. GGs. He could go there. GGs. Exactly. Now, uh, especially as a Cowboys fan, bro, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not watching. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Golden State. That's the Golden State Warriors, bro. Relax. I don't know. That's not gonna happen. We still need to clear cap space. All right, we still need to reconstruct contracts for even. They're bringing a guy like Saquon for 10, 12 million a year. You know, there's there's still the the um the situation with Sam Reddick. You know, we still need to figure out what we're gonna do with him. We have uh, to extend Landon Dickerson and Devontae Smith. All right, because they they need their money. Um, you know, so there's there's still there's still some things they need to work out. I'm more worried about our defense. Um, and our secondary, especially, um, a name, a few names that I really do want to go after, or that how you should at least look at in terms of the market, what they're asking for. We need to invest in a linebacker. Patrick Queen is right there. I knew you were going to say Patrick Queen. I knew it. I, I would, knew it. I would adore Patrick Queen in the As much as I, is, I, Pat would fit. Perfect with y'all. No, nah, Pat would be perfect for them. Pat would be so perfect for them. That pisses me off. Oh my gosh. Hey, give us a second round pick and you can have Pat, buddy. I'm a free agent. I don't think. We might tag him. Yeah, we might tag him and trade him. Oh, yeah, I might tag him? Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll probably like, tag him. For sure. that, but also the secondary, if we, we go and get a cornerback first or first, second round, whatever, um, we still need to address safety. There are a couple of safety names out there. A. Jackson, um, who I, I kind of worry of because he is up there in age and he did play very bad uh, for the Bears. Um, yeah, he had a huge drop off this year. Yeah, all here. Um, but another name that I, I didn't even think of um, that's a bit underrated, under the radar, um, that I was looking at. Um, how, about, how about Cameron Curl? Safety for the, for the uh, commanders. They're not letting Cameron Curl go. I, I'm not going to do it. And their fans love that. PC, guy. PC. They're going to keep him. They're going to do whatever they got to do to keep Cameron. Especially I, since he's a, he's a smaller name right now. He's not going to take that big of an attention either. It's, it's, it's a great move for PC. Justin right Simmons is already an eagle. He's already an eagle. It's Ew, a, just be brother. patient and wait for it. Just wait. <laughs> the fact that you're still pushing this agenda makes me feel like. I need that. I really it. need it. We need draft picks more than we need. Players at this point, bro. Trade everybody not named Simmons at this point, yeah. or not named uh, Patrick Sertan at this point. Now they're gonna trade him. They're gonna trade him. It's it's there are a lot there. There's just there's a lot of things out there that I would want. You know, as Eagles fans, always, but uh, especially for the defense, Howie, you're a wizard. Work your magic. Um, you know, if we can we can get reconstruct a few contracts, somehow bring back 
Reddick on a possible, I don't know. We probably have to find a way. We probably have to find a way to tag him somehow. It take Reddick from y'all. Y'all go ahead tag him. Let him y'all let get off you picks. I'll, I'll give us a song Reddick. I would gladly have a song Reddick. Y'all can take Reddick. Just give us Queen. Okay. Hmm. I deal. You know yeah, take it. Take deal. Queen. Take Queen. Take like, Queen. We got our secret weapon, Trenton Simpson, waiting. I can't wait. Right. All right. Well, that's just a few names that we have. Uh, crazy. When is uh, officially um, the first day of the new season or first day of free agency? Does anybody know? Is it is, my what is it, March 3rd, if I'm not mistaken? I know we saw the ways to go before we actually get there. Um let me actually let me see. Hmm. Oh, okay. No, it is March thirteenth. March thirteenth. All right. So there's still time. There's still time. You know, for guys that are obviously going to have um, you know contracts lined up. Um, yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be plenty of players, plenty of players. That I would love to see into that green. Um, but that's just our predictions. Uh, let's get actually into our, our final segment of this episode. Like I said, it's been a, for what it's been, what we've been doing, it's been a relatively quick episode. Look at the last segment. We sold our parlay. <laughs> um, and oh oh, before we begin, before we begin, I just want to clarify. All right. No. Infamous 10 for 20. All right. <laughs> Look, that was meant as a ladder challenge. It's supposed to be day one, and that's why I was so pressed that Jalen Brown had the audacity to finish with 20 points and not just 19. So at the very least, I could just I could just spend the $10 on something else. All right? Oh, my God. I want y'all to-, to know that is the funniest moment. <laughs> Bro. Oh, that shit was so funny. Let's just get to it. <sighs> it was a liar challenge. All right. I'm not placing down $20 bets. All right. That's, that's, that's insane. That's <laughs> how, that ladder. Uh, that ladder out of there. <laughs> that ladder broke on the first, the first ring, the first ring, whatever you call it. <laughs> Let's just go to it. To it. Soldier parlays. Damn. Um. So I am a degenerate gambler because I told myself I'm not betting on a damn All Star game. And 15 minutes before the All Star game, what did I do? I said, "Fair, I'm gonna put a quick little bet in." So don't ask me why in the world did I um. Why I bet on Lucas points for the All-Star game. Don't ask me why I did that. I don't know what made me do that. You know what's crazy? I just saw Luca. They're showing the replay on NBA TV. I just saw Luca just completely sold a layup. But continue. Lord knows why I did that. So I bet Luca. <laughs> I you- bet Luca for over, I think his line was like over 16 and a half or something. I'm like, okay, Luca might go off. He might have a cool little game. Nah, he shot um 
What did he shoot? I can't remember what he shot. He shot three for ten and had seven points. Mm. Like, I, I need help. Y'all need to put the number at on the top whenever we do this because why did I bet on the All-Star game? Like, why did I do that? And why did I bet on Luca points for the All-Star game? Luca's not a tryhard, bro. He was literally trolling with Jokic the entire weekend. If you're gonna bet on bet on one of the bet on a guy like Jason Tatum, all right, or one of the one of the players' coaches, all right. Cat went off for freaking fifty in this game, bro. In a meaningless game, like a damn sweat. All right, day nine. Bro really thought a European nigga was gonna take the All Star game serious. Like, (laughs) come on, what 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 are we doing? Come on, dog. You know better. Man. The number across the screen. Y'all know y'all know what to do. Yeah, I need it. One eight hundred gamble. Mm-hmm. That, that is that is downright atrocious. Um, all right, look. You know what? Bam, I'm I'm joining you on that boat. All right. Yeah, don't put your no hockey. What did you do now? Mine's was not as bad as you, all right. All I vote for, I play sound, yeah, I play sound ten dollars. All right. It was for Uh-oh. Tyrese Halliburton's win All Star Game MVP. <laughs> what? Look, 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 right, right. Bro, I won one. I won one seventy five. It made sense, like, cause he's a hometown. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. He's a hometown. It home- was in Indiana. Yeah, it was in Indiana. He's a hometown oh, guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, like, it's gonna be, and he he would have won it. He would have won it had Dame. Not decided to be a sweat, bruh. Dame had 39. Tyrese had 32, bro. He had 32. So had Dame not decided to go off, had Doc not decided to, to play that. Oh my god. I just realized Doc just sold my parlay. But like oh my god, bro. Had this man Doc not backdoored his way in to being the head coach of the Bucks. <laughs> I just want to know where this all started, bro. Like, nah, I just sabotage you from the grave, but Rivers, if I ever seen you in real life, bro, I, 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 I'm, I'm making a decision to either throat chop your throat so you go back to speaking normally, or I'm slapping the back of your shiny bald head, bro. I'm, I'm. I ain't gonna lie to you, PC. You feel you, you seem like the person I get asked for an autograph from Doc Rivers. I ain't gonna lie to you. You just. <laughs> Man, you about to get cooked. <laughs> you should not say that. You about to cook. <laughs> you about to cook. I, mean, that, I hate you, but like, bro, just, just sign this for me right quick. <laughs> PC, please cook this, man. Please. Nah, yeah, we, 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 1-800-GAMBLE. Matter of fact, Jello, go ahead. Go ahead. Since you've been so quiet, you, you must have something brewed up, bro. In that in that that swamp of yours, go ahead, bro. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. My little parlay hit. Um, I I bet on um Mac McClung to be the conference winner, so I'm I'm happy. I had a little fifteen dollar parlay with a quick little fifteen dollars off of that, so you know, uh, ain't too much of a sale. But um, what I will say, um, you know, that's it. That's it. Hey. I had a good week. I had a good week as far as, you know, I had a great week. Nigga, was that your monkey call? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> so, I was thinking. Um, no, nah, no, nah, I was good. Oh, I do want to say, hey, 
since you know football is is over, all right, I gotta start investing more into the other sports, and we will be doing that more on this podcast more than baseball. That we totally forgot uh, to add to the uh, the outline tonight. I want to talk about the Dodgers, but we can do that next week. I want to do it when Luke uh, is present. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, baseball around the corner. We got hockey currently going on right now. We were just talking about it earlier, like you know, like to my niggas. My brothers, my sisters. People be sleeping on hockey. I'm not gonna lie. Be sleeping on it. Nah. The black. Nah, it's it's lit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you tweeting. Bro. When I went to school up in Pitt, when I went to Pitt, and I went to a few um, damn, I'm gonna slap myself. I forgot the name of the team. The Penguins. Yes, I had to go to a few Penguins games. Them Penguins games is lit. Oh, like. Well. First of all, hockey fuck. games be lit in person. I feel, yeah, I feel like hockey is only lit in person. Like I can't sit down mm-hmm. and watch a hockey game. You would say that, but if you actually watch a hockey game, it's actually fun to watch. Yeah. You know what I think it is also too. I think it also depends on which like broadcast is, is broadcasting. Like on ESPN, I don't know what like analysts and, and and broadcasters I was listening to. They were great, bro. They made that shit interesting. I was also high as hell watching that shit, but that shit was lit, bro. Like, this is honestly the first time I sat down and watched an entire hockey game and was actually locked in, bro. I there, think it was, um... Uh, it was I, can't rem- I can't remember the two teams. I'm, I'll look it up, PC, and I'll give it to you. You can put it, you feel me, on my bar in my in my space. But it, it was those two teams, and bro, that shit was back-to-back. I think it ended up being, like, four to three, and it was a really good game. You're talking about the, the Blues and the Maple Leafs. That was all earlier. Toronto, Toronto, yeah. Toronto, Maple Leafs, and, and, and yeah, yep. It yep. was that game, bro. And that was a Everybody going back and forth. It was good. Logo. That's a, that's a logo for Jersey Scissors wearing in their album cover. Um, oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, what was the team again? What was the team again? She's from, she's from St. Louis. St. Louis Blues. Raised in Jersey, Ooh. though. So, I have to look into that team, you know, get a little you know, Man, don't nobody care about Jersey, man. Uh, everyone care about Jersey. PC's from wait, Jersey. Wait, 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 what do you mean? I don't wait, care wait, about wait, Jersey. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a Flyers fan. Okay, I was just about to ask that. So you're a Flyers fan. Bam, who's your team? The Capitals. Capitals? Totally. Who's your team? Actually, no. Devils. Jello, do you have a team? Uh-uh. Houston doesn't have a hockey team. We nah, used to, don't. but Dal- not anymore. Dallas does. Texas, the, the Texas have a hockey team? Dallas. Oh, Dallas, Dallas Stars, right? What, Dallas Stars? What did you just say, nigga? Yeah. Texas. Dallas. Dallas Stars. That would be- <laughs> okay. Thank you. I didn't know I'm that they Dallas had. I didn't team. even know that Dallas had a team. I really didn't. Um, it's very casual. Yeah, man. But if you're not watching hockey, listeners, start watching hockey. That shit is great, bro. Playoff hockey? Let me tell you. Playoff hockey? Playoff hockey is intense. <laughs> That I only watch. I only watch because overtime Megan watches, so I'm bummed. Okay. Anyways, um, I bring up hockey <laughs> to say that I I placed my set down of the year this past weekend. All right, and I'm pleased to report that I actually hit on on my legs for this for this bet. All right, it was a uh, it was a game between the Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes, Arizona Coyotes. All right, and it was it was part of a four leg parlay. You know, two hockey, two basketball. All right, <laughs> two hockey legs under six and a half goals and over four and a half total goals. All right, take the game finish. Um, uh, I want to say it was a uh, uh, I forgot the, the score, but I got him. I got him. That's all that matters. All right, here's the problem the Rising Stars teams Team Tamika 
and Team Pal, bro. What? <laughs> Team Pal, bro. The it was literally set up for them to win, bro. They had everybody. They had Wemby. They had Paolo. They had Scoop. They had they had almost all the first round picks. All right, they were set up to win, and they lost. They choked to a bunch of G leaguers, bro. All right, they choked. You, you bet on the Rising Stars game. Why are dude? you betting on the Rising? Why are you PC? I'm sorry. You didn't like. I'm sorry, bro. What are we doing? What are we doing? Bro? Let's be honest right now, bro. bro. What are we doing? Bro, it the was Rising Stars game, dude. Come on, no. Rising Star, bro. That's that's like easy money, bro. They should not be. Listening. No, it's no, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, to the to the actual All Star game, they'll be trying. All right, in the Rising Stars game, like you saw, you, you all you all definitely saw the one clip. Benedict Matherin, he was talking shit to Jane, uh, uh, Jane Ivy, bro. All right, that that was that was real. All right, it was it was intense. It was intense. All right, they were actually trying, and they went to go in in. Bro, seems to me you have a problem, PC. Yeah, you yeah. have a problem. What, what else you bet on? I know you bet on something else in the All Star game. You shouldn't have bet on. What else you bet on? It was it was all right. It was because there was no, 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 not anything All Star related. Not anything All Star related. It was it was another hockey bet that I played sound. <coughs> the stadium series between the Flyers and the in the Devils this past Saturday. All right, it's the the stadium series. It's when they they play a game in like one of the football stadiums, and it was at MetLife that they did uh, this year. Um, and I I went three for six on that. Like I I sold that. Like the Flyers lost. Uh, they lost six three. And uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Um, can I talk about my parlay now, man? What, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Finally, man, so, before we do, else um, there, I'd like to advise y'all to call that number if y'all if you do feel like you have a you gambling too. problem. You well, too. You too. I won yours. Number. I won mine. I'm good. Easy, oh, especially though. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to call? Y'all want to say I have a problem? Y'all have a problem. You all have a problem. Well, okay. If you're I, watching I, this podcast, I want to tell them though that we all of us here we all have gambling problems. We are not afraid to admit it. We 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 uh I but don't, I don't what I, I don't have a problem. I don't That's cap. Stop it. <laughs> go ahead. See, but, go ahead okay, and so, say your part. Say okay, your I will. I will. Let, me, let me help my case right now. Unlike you guys, I actually did not bet on the All-Star game for the reason that you all named, especially PC. I don't trust any of the players on All-Star weekend, bro. Like at all whatsoever. I don't care if the points is 10 and a half points. 11 because Luca got seven, right? Right, Ben? So thank you for losing that parlay to let me know that my superstition about betting on NBA All-Star games is real. Because I would never bet on an All-Star game. Now, let's talk about the parlay that sold me, bro. It was actually college basketball. Purdue, what the hell happened? Okay. Ohio Uh, State, bro. Ohio State, bro. They decided they they just uh, had their new interim at Joseph Phillips. That's crazy. There was no reason for them to lose that game, and they lost by four. I think it was 72 to, like, 69. 73 to 69. 73 to 69. And Jello. Jello, PC, bam. You know what the worst part was, bro? I had a 10-leg parlay. And that was 9 out of 10. It was 9. It was 9 of 9. 
Purdue was the last leg that the last oh, team that I had, bro. Shoot. And I told myself, I'm not gonna cash out. I trust this. This is the game I trust too much that I didn't even check. I didn't even check between the games, bro. I was so confident in Purdue winning. It was the one game I did not go back and said, all right, let me see how the party is doing. Because I was so confident in Purdue, bro. Shoot. Yeah, and you I sat and just sold the whole parlay, bro. Oh. Zach Eddy got to be the most ballless dude that I've ever seen play basketball too, by the way. I'm sorry. Dude, he... Yeah. yeah. He, like, he's... It's like a, a, a brick wall. Oh. You think he, you think he's an NBA star? He's not a star. Uh, um, who's but so... he's, a, he's an NBA draft pick. He's a... He's a... He's a... He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a I, I know what I asked. I know what I asked. Um, I said, is he an NBA star? Yes or no? Is he a star no. in the NBA? Remember, no. Never. I was gonna say, y'all remember the one dude from Iowa, um, a few years back, Luca Garza. That's what he reminds me of. Oh wow! <laughs> Damn, I think I he's a little better right. than that. Much, I'm bro. not. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that for. I, I think he's like, a double double. I think he's a double double guy in the NBA. He, he might, reminds. Well, he reminds uh, what me. What I'm gonna say. Him. He's gonna be like a pick that bounces around from team to team. He's gonna be like Yao Ming. That is not in the right time. I don't know. He's gonna Yao be Ming like would, uh, that's disrespectful. I can't. I can't, Ming, descri- I can't describe it because what I'm what I'm trying to say is like his game is like it's, it's like it's not for this time. Like it's like for the it's like the old type game. I don't know how to explain it. He reminds but, me of DeAndre Ayton. Like am, am, am I don't know. No, he's not that soft. He is not that soft. No, 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 no. Let me. Not, he's a little not tougher, yeah. But he reminds me just a dub, a guy that's that's good for about you feel me eighteen ten a night, bro. The NBA. I can see Which that, is yeah. borderline all borderline all stars. I just don't think he'll ever be like a superstar or a star. Nah, I don't. Think I mean, so. he'll he'll be he'll be good for. Now, as far as rim protection, he got that because he really he really does have that game on like when it comes to that. You know, there are some seven foot guys that don't know how to defend. That's how Taco Fall got out the league so quick because he don't know how to defend that rim for real. But um, Zach Eady, he is um definitely an elite rim protector. Um. He can get on the perimeter a little bit. He can get shaken up here and there. But for the most part, he's kind of solid. Um, but as far as a star, I don't know. I I, I couldn't go that far and say he's going to be a star. I think he's going to be a, probably a third of, third third person on your team, probably. Barely. That's all. That's yeah. All. Yeah, that's why I said probably. But, yeah. Right around, though. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get to the episode. For episode 159. Um, they enjoy the episode this week. Like I said, it was a long way back week this week. Uh, we hope y'all enjoyed. Um, make sure y'all go and check out our socials. Our Twitter is at WeJustInTheSportPodcast. Our YouTube and TikTok at WeHateSports. Call up one. Check up on them. Tell them that you love them. Stay hydrated. Um, one more shout-out. Um, I gotta give a shout-out to uh, the lovely Taylor Rooks, um, who did an amazing job this past weekend. Um, she was she was a she was a very busy woman, while while still looking still looking amazing. We'll keep it at that. Um, Tolu, relax, 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 and please please chop off that that piece, please, bro. Piece, bro. Um, y'all you you still see it, TK. Uh, <laughs> and shout out shout out Charles Barkley, bro. Him and Draymond Green got me cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Tolu so much, bro. <laughs> 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 
man. Yo. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> my man's. Boy. Yeah, my boy. Hey. Hey, bro. Hey. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, Charles Barkley and Draymond yeah. be cracking up, bro. Uh, they were, they were hilarious. It was great. Uh, that was more entertaining than the All Star game. That right I there. You, I tell you what we do. You just put an attractive woman next to the analyst every time, and I guarantee they'll do nothing but just be funny. Cause they, uh, they, they, like it's a proven fact that men always try to be funnier when there's an attractive. That woman. was the most behaved that I've was ever the best seen thing Trayvon for the ever. It was hilarious. Kenny Smith most... needs to take a break. Kenny Smith needs to like. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, yeah, Kenny Smith. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny go be in the office. HR office. You had one too many drinks this past weekend, brother. All right. Yeah, that boy out of there. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, he literally told him to play with Barbie dolls, bro. Made a Barbie doll reference. Talked talk about making a ball smaller in a room closer. Like, bro, shut up. Yeah, he won't Just be, know he when to shut up. He I, feel like, yeah, I feel like today, Kenny. Bro. Keep I feel his like Kenny. That ain't that ain't <laughs> Kenny. That is not Kenny. We know we know what Kenny be talking about. Yeah, it's not him. We we all I think like he was I think that boy was drunk. He had way too many drinks in that uh that Indiana, you know, feeling that Indiana bro. weather. What happens that weather that? is not good. <laughs> this is what happens when you got nothing to do. When you push the when you put the game in Indiana, bro, you ain't got nothing for, for people like Kenny to do, bro. What they gonna do? <laughs> what are they gonna do, bro? Are they gonna, yeah, are they gonna yeah, talk yeah. about corn? Like, come on, man. You say that like it would be eating any better in LA. I mean, at least in LA, you can go and wait, see- what? See, it's alcohol everywhere in LA. Kenny uh, would have been off yes. that. But there's yes. more to do. There's, there's more, more to, to do, do with that alcohol in Think LA than there is in Indiana. Yeah, come on. You yeah. wouldn't have to just sit there and drink because you can find other shit to do. The problem was he was in Indiana. Bring the All Star game to Houston. That's that's another good place to bring it. Honestly, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, any of those places, bro. Like you know, that would be that would be. I don't know about San Antonio, but not San Antonio. maybe not San Antonio, but Dallas and Houston definitely. Charles is sick. You're not maybe. Dallas. Dallas, you're gonna get robbed. They gonna the rob big old woman in San Antonio. <laughs> you gonna get robbed in Dallas. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's there's a lot to Adam Silver. You, you need you need to do some work, bro. Instead of pouting on national TV, you got some work to do, big bro. Um, we'll see y'all for episode 160 next week. Like we mentioned um, earlier, we'll be be talking more in depth about baseball um, as the season is starting to roll around. We got spring training already. Uh, we'll be talking about the importance of the Dodgers season this year with Otani and a bunch of big name uh, stars being on that team this year. Um, also next week, we'll be giving out our first edition of our team's mock drafts. Uh, for the NFL. So, you know, like I said, we got some research to do, so stay tuned for that. Um, 116 next week. Um, <laughs> my name is PC, and you know what? There's been, it's been, a, it's been a minute, and I think he thought I forgot about it, but I didn't forget about it. You know, people have been clamoring for it. People have been asking for it. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, I want you to rise up on your feet. Stop. Right. Stop. 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 He's Stop. the West. Why are we Broncos. Right now. Porter. Back. Why are we <laughs> right now?
<laughs> Let's go. What is the reason? And my brother, we need to talk about the updated list because it got revived. And you know what? It's all thanks to you, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Thank you. I hope the family's well. I hope the family's well so we can get why to are, about this well, list. Can I, understand? Right. I don't understand why. We need to talk <laughs> about the list, TK. We need to talk about the Trevor Simeons. Huh. Oh, we need to talk about the Paxton Lynches. Huh. We need to talk about the Brock Osweilers. Huh. We can we talk about Kendall Hitty? Pace. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I about the Joe Flacco comeback player of the year. Uh, the Brandon Allens. <sighs> the Drew Locks, TK. He cooked the Eagles. Fuck you. The Jeff <laughs> Driscolls. <laughs> the Brett Rippians. <laughs> the Teddy Bridgewaters. TK said he was MVP candidate, by the way. And now the newest member, the Russell. Can I just understand what was the reason? <laughs> we're in a, it's literally the first day, it's the second day of offseason. It was officially yesterday, and we're randomly sitting here talking about what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> like I kind of like it. I don't. I'm bringing church. I don't. All right. We praise the list. Here on WHS, man. Amen. Me too. Amen. That was a 160 next week. Take care, everybody.